Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm John. I'm Charles. I'm Audie. And I'm Seth. And we have a full house here today, as you can see. Um, we have some special guests with us. We have uh, Katie Otten and Mary Oliver. And they are working on a new audio drama called Haze. And um, Katie is actually um, uh, helping with the voice acting part mm -hmm. of it. And Mary's the director and uh, creative, um, what do you call it? Creative, oh, author and artistic director, sorry. Um, and uh, so we're going to be talking about that uh, this episode. And, uh, but before we get to that, because that'll be very exciting, we want to give you guys a little bit of suspense. <laughs> Uh, we want to just touch base real quick on uh, the recent NebCon that we went to. Indeed. <clears throat> and uh, I think everybody except Audie couldn't make that one, but Seth was there. John? Yes. Katie was there. Uh, Mary? I was not. Didn't. I want to know how it was. <laughs> oh, you were. I was living in the forest with the guard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was your guard weekend. Yes. What was that like this time of year? It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. la last year, I remember, it was like bitterly cold, oh, and you had generator and gas uh, diesel gelling problems, right? Yeah, so it wasn't Ooh. that bad this time. And it was only a couple of days rather than three weeks. Nice. Oh, nice. That'd still be bad enough. I remember one time, about this time of year, it was actually, I think, January or February, uh, Hummel Park had a special thing for families. It was like an overnight camping thing and in these Adirondacks. And yeah. it's uh, a three-sided building. There's one wall missing. <gasps> and oh, it's no. January. And we, and we had summer weight sleeping bags. Because <laughs> that's all the family could afford. And so we're out there, and we were literally freezing all Jeez. night. But well, we survived, and it made us like, stronger. Sounds like Hummel Park to me. I mean, it's like, <laughs> did you run into the albinos? No. The famous <laughs> albinos of Hummel Park. But I wouldn't have known because everything was white. Snow. <laughs> they just blended. <laughs> they could have just blended in. Cut open a tauntaun, spend the rest of the night yeah. in comfort. Yeah. If I, only I'd have known about them at the time. I think I need more of an explanation about these albinos. No, you don't know <laughs> the haunted history of Hummel Park? No. Yeah, it's like there's a staircase there that uh, if you go up and go down and count the stairs, you always get a different number. <gasps> there. Is that because you're bad at counting? I, <laughs> I actually went there, and it's like... It, it's, the neat part about it is, is like it can be true because you have to have a constant definition of what a stair is. It's it's so broken up uh. that it depends on where you step and how you define a stair. But mm. it's like, yeah, huh. you can easily do that. Albinos are supposed to be uh, hordes of albinos wandering the park. Albino hordes. what? People. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, are they particularly dangerous? Albinos? They're yeah. people. I mean, yeah, they, I they, they're, they're, they're <laughs> that's what I'm people saying. People can be dangerous. Yeah, people can be dangerous, <laughs> well, but I don't think it, there's an intrinsic uh, Danger hostility in, well, in albinos, no. especially well, since. Only dangerous at night? Well, they, they're they easy to the, see at night. Yeah. Well, if they go out in the daytime, then, you know, they're going to get sun skin damage because Aww. no melanin. 
Uh, well, oh, she has compassion for the evil albinos. Now, why just do you call them evil? evil? <laughs> you just said they were yeah. human. I said, are they particularly, <laughs> particularly they dangerous? You said, well, they're human. Mm-hmm. Feel sorry for well, them. Why are you calling them evil? That, is, that yeah. is how the folklore goes, is that they are evil. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. You didn't say that, but... Well, I'm sorry. And they've been cursed, perchance, by the Dark Gourd. Let's all hail the Dark Gourd. And that's why they're all albino. Hail. All hail. Yes. The many acid dark gourd. So yeah, say the many ass dark gourd of, of it should have it. Like where's it from? I don't know. Like the Azeroth? I don't know. What? I don't know. It I rose. don't think it's a I don't think it's a world of Warcraftian gourd. It rose out of the very soil. Clendatho. <laughs> <laughs> so saith the gourd. So saith the gourd. So say we all. There he sounds pretty ominous when he slams he does. down. He does. Yeah. He does. He's, he's, you have angered the gourd. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, back to Nebcon. Well, yeah, Katie missed it. it. Mary yeah. missed it. I was pretty good. The, I mean, actually, our um, next show is going to be on Nebcon. We took a lot of video footage there, and we got oh. quite a few interviews with folks that were dressed up. Um, all kinds of costumes. I mean, I saw everything from Star Wars to anime. Mm. Um, um a Star Trek. I did see Star Trek uniforms. Just a yeah. little bit of anime. <clears throat> I think this year's. Uh, I think the big cost, uh, big show this year is uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, which is a great show. Oh yeah, that yeah. Was yeah, terrific. Yeah. Well, I was rolling out with. Uh, I did Star Trek First Day traditional old uh, TOS. Okay. Uh, you saw me Saturday in my Star Blazers. Yeah. That yeah, was good. And Sunday I was Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Colonel Ooh, Mustang. Cool. So yeah. Nice. No, it's like. I, I loved it. I did. I yeah. It's like, I'm going to do that again. I'm also going to work on a Fear Bradley. Not Oh, nice. The black t-shirt, harness, two swords, uh, Fear Bradley. But no, I, I see the appeal. I know why your husband is yeah. <laughs> enamored with the image. It's so like, fun fact, the cosplayer that was on one of the earlier episodes is my husband. Oh, so really? Yes. Little, uh, Josh Cato. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and no, he's, he's like... like he is the the super alpha nerd cosplayer in my in my mind. There's he's yeah. he's he's reached a semi deity status in terms of his cosplay. He okay. I don't know if you'd want me to share this. Well, yeah, I will anyway. Please do. So he <laughs> bought um, a pair of pants on like eBay last night that were for um, one of the doctors, one of the Doctor Who characters, uh-huh. and. Uh, the person messaged him and was like, hey, I follow you on Instagram. At Small world. Armory in Kansas City, there are two people who um, work out. They're, uh, they're civilians, but they do some charity work out of uh-huh. the Armory. They know Josh Kaido because oh they're also gosh. part of the uh, nerd group in Kansas City. That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And he's so, yeah. he's so humble. But yeah. it's like, I don't think, you know, I don't think he really needs to be. I th- he's a lot more well-known than I think he knows he is yeah. so it's like but yeah he's he is he's nailed the 10th doctor mm-hmm. he yeah. is the guy yeah. but i think anime nebraska convinced linda to get a cosplay really Ooh. I, I think I he's know. being sarcastic oh, you were talking here. about um she was talking about during the the general yeah yeah she showed me a picture and i was like yeah. yep I you would see. you would rock that linda you really yeah. would you i see, see. hawkeye hmm like reza hawkeye Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah isn't that the one yeah yeah, we should yeah, all I be Fullmetal Alchemist characters. Yeah, well, for those, for those listening, them, so yeah. yes. For those just listening via audio, you're not missing anything. Linda's not on camera. She's in the audience. 
Yeah. Um, She's giggling. Sitting back there and giggling. <laughs> yes. So I'm at, one of my projects is actually to get like that entire end of the table to watch Full Metal Alchemist. It is so yes, good. They it haven't is. watched. Oh, yeah, you I would love the science and philosophy of it. I am, I am on that. Let's, we should do that after Game yes. of Thrones. Yeah, okay. Let's oh yeah, Brotherhood. Brotherhood yeah. Let's do that I after Game like of Thrones. Yeah. First one more. I've only seen oh, Brotherhood. See, I've got them both, but I like Brotherhood just a little bit more. But the first one is still tremendous. Brotherhood guess, is closer to the manga. So. Yeah. I know, but that doesn't automatically make it a better story. No, it, well, I like the story better though. I, I just, I feel like this could be its a whole debate here. Yeah. But yeah, we should. Just watch it. Say, and this, you guys just be quiet for a while. This is what's wrong with fandom. <laughs> see, see, I like fandom. It's like, like what? you guys do this with Star Trek. And we do. Yes, not we like do. It. And it's like there's the original <laughs> series, and there's all the rest of the crap. So you see, yeah. it's, that's how this works. You pick on the other things. It's like, I can. Some next generation's good. Hey, yeah. speaking of the rest of the crap, <coughs> not oh, that this is you crap. You're going to talk about Star Trek Discovery now. Yes. <clears throat> for just a minute. Star Trek Discovery is going to be kicking up again season two in January. Mm -hmm. um, but CBS All Access appears to be going into Star Trek whole hog. They yes. have expressed the opinion that they don't want there to be a time on their schedule when there isn't a Star Trek airing. Mm -hmm. And so they've <clears throat> announced a new Picard series, which we talked about um, in a previous episode. But I read, <clears throat> excuse me, just yesterday that... Um, the lady that plays Philippa Giorgio in the Star Trek Discovery series, she was a, a captain. Uh, she got killed, uh, but then the Mirror Universe version of her ended up coming into our universe and becoming sort of a, well, she was sort of a, she was the emperor in the Mirror Universe. And so when she came back here, she was, you know, an evil empress without a job, basically. <laughs> and uh, so she went and lived in a... Um, a colony, a little uh, encampment on Kronos yeah. um, that was kind of for ne'er-do-wells and troublemakers <laughs> and, and such, Klingon, which seemed to Klingon, be a good fit. Klingon barter town. Right. Yeah. And she kind of went there with nothing, and then all of a sudden the last episode we click back to what's happened to her, and suddenly she's like the owner of this huge bar. <laughs> so <laughs> she must have done something horrible to somebody to get that. But anyway, the interesting thing was is at the end of that... Um, a Starfleet person showed up and presented her with a black com badge, which is indicative of the super secret and mysterious Section 31 within Starfleet. And um, so she picked up the badge, and that, that's kind of where the episode ended. So the story I read said that CBS All Access is considering a show now just about her and her exploits within Section 31. And I think that would be a fascinating show mm -hmm. to do. The only caveat as to whether that'll happen or not, it depends upon her schedule because uh, she was in uh, Crazy Rich Asians, that movie. Yeah. And I they're, they're going to do a sequel, mm -hmm. and so she's already committed to do that sequel. So uh, time commitment, it boy, just kind of depends. Tough. Must be yeah, tough. to have that much <laughs> demand on you. But she's a great actress. I loved her uh, in that show. And um, Yeah, I think that has promise. Yeah. That does. I am yes. worried about the Picard show, though. In it, what way? Uh, it seems to be the Moonvez's last kick to destroy Cannon. Yeah. Uh, he, he. Yeah. They're they're gonna try to. I guess deconstruct yeah, Picard or something. Yeah. To uh, to retcon Cannon so that they're not constrained by Cannon at all anymore. So. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. 
you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I wonder if, I mean, Picard seems excited about the show. Well, you, uh, you mean, mean Patrick Stewart. Patrick He's well, not actually I mean. Picard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. You yeah. do know that, right? Yeah. Damn it, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> may, the, may you be cursed by the black gourd. He is Picard. He is. No. Um, but uh, tap those heels together three times, and he is Picard, man. That's so right. Just do that. That's right. Make it Sean's, so. Sean's such a dream crusher. What? Are you actually calling me Sean now because you yes. want to, or is it yes. just habit? Because now you're Sean yes. for the rest of the show. <laughs> Silence, Sean. Son of a bitch. So sad. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Can you legally change someone else's name? No. Because that would be no. neat. I'd, I'd go to the court house and, and change no. the name. I think we just have to get a petition. A petition. Uh, so popular opinion would allow uh, us to change. I think if we put something out on WhiteHouse.gov, I'm sure the President Trump would sign we it. We could put a vote, like a link to yes. a vote. In yes, yes. <laughs> there's, there's a guy in Sweden right now who is petitioning the courts to call him 49 because he's 69 and he doesn't feel that's yeah, fair. Yeah, I saw he's that. Actually, yeah, and uh, I'm, not sure how that's, yeah. huh. I'm not sure how that's going to go. I don't, know, I don't know how I'm rooting His for His argument, he like, was like, if we can change our names, why can't we change our age? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't that know. That yeah. I, was, isn't it because he's on Tinder and he doesn't want to be listed as 60 yes. on Tinder? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I, I can't really imagine a, a more savory reason. <laughs> you know, to change your age, it's like. Isn't it much easier to just lie about your age? On I don't, I yeah, don't know yeah. Tinder. So are people yeah. like doing background checks? Yeah, on the, the, I'm pretty sure Tinder you can cops. Just lie. Yeah, don't it's know, like is he don't. just not well, but, smart enough to change? But the to, but to do a petition to make Patrick Stewart change his name to Picard. So that it'd be easier on you. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was thinking of uh, petitioning a change. Yeah, Seth's, Seth's name to Sean. Oh, I know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this solves the problem, yeah. actually. That's true. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've escalated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is how this goes. These this guys kinda... think they're very funny. <laughs> but we never, we never did finish our Nebcon thread, because I, I wanted no. to ask, uh, it's like, what did you think of Nebcon, Charles? Well, oh, I was, it was, it was, I'll tell you what, it was, it was fun. It was, it was bigger than I thought it would be. It always Plus is bigger than, Well, yeah. when you're 5,000, 6,000 people, I wasn't expecting but, that. You know what? Uh, uh, when you're yeah. on the outside looking in, it's one thing. But when you're on the inside, it's always bigger on the inside. <laughs> See, well, I nodded and then I shook my head. I didn't know what you know, to do. That brings up, that <laughs> brings up <laughs> a point I wanted to make about your show, because we watched a little show of the raw footage and we saw someone make a mistake. And then they just said the line again. And you're just going to take it out in mm. editing. Yes. And I love that. And I want to do that because I want to say things like, your puns suck, Bill. <laughs> now you, see, you can take that out in editing. You yeah, can. See, Don't give different. them that power. They're but horrible, listen. Bill. They suck so bad. True. You can take that but, out. But, it's so great. But it's a lot easier to do with audio than it is with audio and video. Yeah. Because there's see a that jump. Cut. You'll no. see the cut. I know. That's why you're actually going to you're gonna have to leave it in. That now, makes me happy. Now, what I could do in order to avoid the jarring cut, is I could blur out John's face and blur out the audio for the whole episode. Oh, there you go. Let's you make know, a petition I, for that. I'm behind, I'm behind that. Let's I, do I that. Am, I am intrigued <laughs> to see that happen because you'll either, you know, 
it'll be a, either a really short episode <laughs> or there's going to be long periods of silence. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just video. muffle his voice. It's like... Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> like, like the teacher in the peanut. Yeah, exactly. Turn his mic off and don't tell him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, I can be heard on your mic, so don't worry. Yeah. I got that covered. <laughs> in fact, how are you going to do that? You're going to have to blow out everybody's mic. To do that, so I was being ridiculous. I know, and so <laughs> was I. Uh, and it's like, you know, look. By the end of the show, there's a fairly good chance you're going to agree with me about the puns. So, because he's got weapons grade puns. It's it <laughs> weapons grade. And in yeah. fact, on the uh, uh, is it the show we just aired or the one that's coming the one up where we you just aired? Uh, I I haven't gotten to it yet, but it hurt. It physically hurt me. I I, I need therapy. We after, were we after were doing pun. a review of Barbarella, and in one scene in Barbarella. There's all these people that are encased in rocks, but they're they're doing the wild thing within the rocks. And some of them are walking around with rocks on their heads, but their bodies are free, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're all talking about that, and everybody's trying to wonder, what the, what is the purpose of the rocks? And I said, they're just trying to get their rocks off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah see? see. I like, I even it was moved, better the like, first time. Yeah. <laughs> this doesn't work. I want this to well, work. Well, like two minutes ago, we were really close to getting to uh, like the reason that we have our guests here. Yes, so, right? we were. I this thought we were going to segue into that. We are going to segue into that. now I'm just going to push it in that <laughs> Thank direction. You, Thank you, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. Thank oh, you, Sean. And the crowd went wild. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about Hayes? All right, well, uh, Hayes is a podcast that we're working on. Oh, Hayes is a podcast that we're working on, and, well, we have a summary for it. And the voice of Bailey, Katie Otten, is going to read it. That's me. Are because you going to read it as Bailey? Yeah, which is okay. sort of my voice anyway. Nice. But, um, okay. <laughs> but she is uh, actually, um, she mans one of the radio stations in the world that we're creating. And so her voice is like the thing that everyone in town hears. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But anyway. Okay. okay. So the uh, summary, which when we wrote this was still untitled. And now we have a title for our Ooh. podcast, which is really interesting. Okay. Nice. I forgot to update that. Yeah, that's Okay. <laughs> The town of Dundee, crouching uncomfortably in the ruins of Omaha, is the only place not covered in the haze, a fog that brings madness and death to those that enter it. It has been 131 years since a voice from outside of the town has been heard. One evening, a broadcast of unknown origin is intercepted. Curious, the town sends four volunteers to brave the haze in search of the originator, each traveling north, south, east, or west, across the Midwest, and reporting their exploration entails in an evening report. Nice. <laughs> Very mysterious. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a post-apocalyptic kind of story. Um, yeah, do you want to tell them more? Yeah, it's, I guess you can call it post-apocalyptic, but what I'm really trying to convey is a more, I don't even know if there's a, this is a name of it or whatever, but post-humanity, really, because... Most of the world, aside from Dundee, has moved on and grown without humans. Mm. And there are pockets of human civilizations left in the world, but mostly it's confined to small spaces. That don't have communication with each other. No. Um, So they don't, the characters don't know if there's anyone outside of here. So it's nature that's grown? Nature has grown. Nature has grown. 
But, I mean, there's evidence of a large war that happened, but... And this is how, this is how, takes place how long after the apocalypse? 130 so years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, for anyone not from Omaha, Dundee is a, just like a small area of Omaha. I don't know, I looked at the camera, hi. And uh, <laughs> so, um, so our story takes place in like, well, all of the locations are like real places, but in 131 years or whatever. Yes. So yeah. nobody living was alive during the war. No, right. So no. all they have are stories or passed down. Yes, exactly. Myths. Also, for those who do live in Omaha and know about Dundee, uh, I'm using the phrase Dundee, but it also includes Benson and Midtown. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, just to get it clear, like, first off, you guys are still working on this. This isn't out yes. yet. So if you see this show and you get excited, you go out looking, you won't <laughs> find it yet. Mm -hmm. But coming soon. Yes. Coming. Maybe we'll come back when it comes yes. out. That'd be mm -hmm. good. Yeah. <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a targeted date that you want to have it out? We think the first few episodes will be out sometime in the next year. Okay. Because mm -hmm. nice. we're all working. You know, yeah, this yeah. is a fun... You all have your project. real full-time yeah. jobs. This is just sort yes, of a fun... Exactly. But interestingly, um, the idea for this came about, oh my gosh, like three years ago mm -hmm. when uh, us and a couple of friends just sat around and were like, we should do this podcast. <laughs> we kind of brainstormed ideas and then we put it off in a shelf somewhere and then... I started writing it. Yeah, we no. just came back to it. She's <laughs> like, I'm going to make it happen. That's right. how it starts. Yeah. So is this yeah. the first thing you've written, Mary? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this will be my first podcast. Yeah. But uh, I've had a script, a murder mystery, accepted at the Apollon. I actually have another script that's accepted at the Apollon, which will be performed, I think, in May. Okay. And I just, I've always written. Uh, the Apollon so is a dinner theater here in town. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. But, I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of sci-fi elements that I'm trying to bring into the haze, particularly, I think, the idea of... Like, which knowledge actually... The difference between knowledge and science. Hmm. I'm bringing this up because this seems like a sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a character named Dr. Morgan who is the head of the university, UNO. It's just called the university now because, I mean, they don't have anything else. Right. But there's another character called Gray, and they're both scientists, but they are completely different in their methodology. And that Gray... Her knowledge all comes from textbooks, and she believes that this knowledge from the books, it, is, it needs to be preserved and passed down, and she basically learns science through rote memorization, hmm. whereas Gray says that's not science because in order for it to be science, you need to test and verify yourself, and anything that's not tested and verified yourself is taken on faith, and so that... Therefore, that knowledge is more religion than actual mm. science. Mm. That's an interesting But point. that's only yeah. a small part of... The whole story. That it's, a, it's a background to yeah. the plot. Huh. I like that. That's, that. That is interesting. I, and I can see that. World. And I mean... I don't know that you <laughs> You know, a lot of us, you know, believe in reason and science. And, you know, we're constantly reading things where science, you know, scientists have done this and they've... Um, tested and verified it and it's been peer-reviewed and all that kind of stuff and so it's accepted science but all of us just have to take it on faith mm -hmm. that that's actually right because we're not going to perform those experiments ourselves mm -hmm. um, so yeah I can see where that would be an interesting mm -hmm. an interesting um, conflict between those two well, if all the other scientists are dead <coughs> too, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. that yeah. makes it harder their technology level is also 
pretty. I'm basing it pretty much off of World War One level technologies. So mm-hmm. their ability to actually observe things themselves is much more limited than what we currently have. Well, I, I see a parallel between sociology and anthropology. Sociology loves to deal with polls, questionnaires, uh, statistical information. Well, anthropologists are, are more known for going out in the field and observing people. Um, and there's two different methodologies, uh, and it sounds like you're describing two people who practice those two different methodologies. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it, both are empirical in a way. If you don't trust the, the statistics or the, the rote oh. stuff, then you have a point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, but if like, you do... But if your handbook, of, your, your handbook of chemistry is biblical now, Right. I mean, that's right. Well, essentially, if you're told, okay, this is um, McGraw Hill's organic chemistry. This is how um, organic matter is made and structured. Right. But you have no ability to actually see it for yourself. You don't even like, have test you, tubes, probably. You don't have yeah. microscopes that can look that far. Well, and you're hoping so. that that textbook that you're going by was not one approved by the Texas Board of Curriculum. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. this is only Sorry, like the Texans. smallest part of it. No, Texas. don't apologize, Texas. I love, te- no, I love Austin. No, no. It's just no. on my I've mind right to go now. to Austin. It's nice. It's beautiful. I, I was born there. But oh. anyway. Nice. <laughs> do, not, do not apologize for the Texas uh, book, people. Don't. Don't. Well, uh, yeah, Texas I know, has I many great things. Yeah, my cousins <laughs> live there. They were in Omaha um, yesterday, oh, actually, well, nice. but they're part of the, like the Austin hipster crowd. So yeah, yeah. I, how, how does Austin work? I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like it's like a, a weird bastion of cool in the middle of. <laughs> it's an oasis. Oh, like oh, yeah. Houston's growing too. Oh, okay. So it's getting a little more. I've heard. That's what, I don't know. I haven't verified. I'm going off faith. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember faith. what it's called, but that one street uh, near downtown where they they rezoned it and it was all houses and the houses were just converted into bars and they all have like different themes oh, that's cool. and you can just go from one house bar to the next and just experience it and it was just awesome. That sounds like Nebcon actually. Yeah. <laughs> Each I mean, room is a different Yeah, room. yeah. I oh, mean it was funny. really really cool. What was your opinion of Nebcon, Bill? Cuz that was your first well, Nebcon. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Uh, there was uh, just a lot of stuff going on there. I was um, a little disappointed in the vendor room because it was pretty much all anime it, it stuff. It is dominated by It's actually oh. this one was better than I've ever seen it mm. cuz I all right, last year's there was a whole, it was all dedicated to anime, and most of it were, was, I didn't understand it. Yeah. I mean, literally, my, my, my ability to comprehend what this was supposed to be is, like, out there. Yeah. It's, like, uh, some kind of fluffy package with Japanese letters on it. It's, like, <laughs> what is it? It's, like, and obviously, when, when, you, when I run into things like that in the world, it's, like, if you know what this is, it's for you. If it's not, it's not for you. So, <laughs> what, what I saw in the, in the dealer room last year was... Nothing in here I is for me. Need to sit through like, more lectures. Like, I'm going to wrench us back on target. Yes. <laughs> this <laughs> is the target, oh, Sean. Okay. Sorry, that We're going to have fun. a whole episode on Nebcon yes, next week. Yes, a whole week. episode next week. We've only true. got Katie and Mary for one week. That is yeah. true. So, but I don't, I don't want to hear anything about the, the Texas book people and me saying, you know, don't defend <laughs> them. Because, like, last show, you guys were all over me for 
knocking on British people's teeth. So it's like, <laughs> like well, you shouldn't you. knock on their teeth. Knock on their doors. No, see, oh, you brought that on yourself. I like that one. I like that one. Then you are you have it. You have the same illness that Bill does. Yeah. <laughs> there is, it's I just a, spent too much time. It's yeah. a psychic illness, and it Bill might be yeah the typhoid Mary of bad puns, and it's just spreading. It's possible. I will resist. So uh, you <clears throat> Yeah, yes, I will be assimilated eventually, but not now. Okay, so Hayes. <laughs> it, Hayes. Yeah, it, it's going to be, uh, I, I've only seen a brief clip of you guys doing your recording. Ooh, which one? Uh, when you were doing the recording here with the full group. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be like a radio drama, kind mm -hmm. of like. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, so fans of uh, Welcome to Night Vale, uh, Wolf 359 would probably be. Mm -hmm. Would probably really like this. Uh, how many uh, how many actors do you have on the show? Ooh, we have I think at this point eleven. Yeah, something mm. like that. And the just... pictures showed that this this studio of eight microphones was full. Yeah, well, to capacity well, and over. So here's a story so. about that. So Bill was very generous and let us use this for our first recording session. And we got through all of episode one and some of other ones, but. Um, but we realized very quickly, because we brought on someone we call the god of sound. He's uh, a sound person. He's great. Our, our two sound engineers have the name goddess of sound and god of sound. Yeah, they're actually Mark and April. So, um, but, but anyway, so he listened to it, and he realized very quickly that this setting is perfect for a podcast such as this, where you want people sitting at a table talking. Yeah. But that's how it sounded, even for us. Mm. And ours is like, yeah. some of the characters are like out in the field, in nature, and some are like in a studio. So so we need to, we realized that we needed to record in a studio to be able to control the kind of sound quality and then sure. to be able to adapt. Because here you get a lot so. of bleed over from other mics. Yeah, and it, and it sounds just, more yeah. roomy than... Yeah, mm -hmm. it sounded like a conference right. call is the words right. he said. And we're like, oh no, it's not what we need. So. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's probably so tried, easier to schedule people in a smaller yes. numbers yeah. to come in. It was nice for too. the actors to be able to be there and react to each other, but that's just usually not how it is mm -hmm. anyway in that the voice acting world. That could have gone two ways. One is like Bill's like... Well, I understand why you need to do that. And the second is Bill covers the entire basement in egg cartons to try to deaden the sound. Because Bill, Bill looks at it as a challenge. It's yeah. a challenge. I, I was well, thinking, it would have been hard for him. I was thinking more blue shag carpet. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, I want that now so bad. I didn't even know no. I wanted that, but I do. No. Yeah. Yeah. Next week for blue shag carpet. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is just awkward now with blue shag carpet everywhere. Everything is just awkward now. You, and the lava like, like, lamp. We have to have the lava lamp if we're going to have the blue shag. Yeah. Do it yeah. Like, go ahead. Car wash, just blue shag carpet, Whoa. everything. Like, car washes are so fun. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I've seen some of those car wash with the furry things whapping your yeah. car. Oh, yeah. But, you know, Sean's going to get mad, so we better get back to topic. Okay. So, <laughs> um, it's okay. I feel like I failed to say the actual like premise of the story particularly okay. well. So, it's basically the characters intercept a radio broadcast and they realize this did not come from us. This is not from Dundee, which means it's there's got to be someone else who survived somewhere. And I don't know how we're going to find them because the world is large. But and venturing into this haze is extremely dangerous. It can bring madness and death. And who would be willing to volunteer to do this? And so the mayor asks for volunteers. They get four, and uh, the scout. Those are the scouts. And in each night, there's something called the news report, in which the scouts report 
what they see beyond the ruins as they search for this broadcaster, which, spoiler, they will find the broadcaster, and it's going to lead to uh, complications. Mm. And Katie, uh-huh. as yeah. Bailey, she's the uh, person that runs the night broadcast, mm-hmm. right? Called the Dusk to Dawn broadcast. Yeah. And the reason that they're always broadcasting and people always have their radios is that if you go into the haze, um, it's when you listen to it and you start to hear things that people go mad. So mm. by focusing on the radio and listening to it, no matter what it is, as long as you're focused on that, then mm. you'll be safe. So does the haze occasionally come into the Dundee area? Occasionally. That's okay. actually... Um, featured in the first episode. There's like days where it comes in and then days where it like lessens a bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, you play a role as well, Mm -hmm. don't you? Yes, I am playing the scout that heads north, Moselle. My sister in the (laughs) story. Nice. So uh, have you come up with a reason why the haze stays out of Dundee? Spoiler. Spoiler warning. Spoilers. Oh, okay. You gotta listen. You gotta, yeah. No, it's okay. Good question though. Uh, And there's some questions that we ask that we're like, yet we'll figure it out <laughs> so and that's fine. the haze itself w- the general assumption is that it was brought on by the apocalypse whatever caused it uh there are several theories in the world mm-hmm. okay uh the mm-hmm. two primary that i feature are um religion there's a religious explanation and then there's a scientific explanation but I don't want to discount either. I'm trying to, I think that as long as I keep the rules of the world internally consistent, uh-huh. my actual explanation for why what's happening is happening will be, it'll be fine. I okay. just need to make it so that the same rules apply to everyone. Okay. Makes sense. Let, let them, let the audience figure out what's yeah. going on. The yeah. audience can decide which one they choose to believe, and you can believe both simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you're uh, you're still looking for what platforms you're going to make it available on? Or are you going to do try to do the same as like a podcast would do, or the same as a traditional podcast <coughs> would do? Okay. And we'll be making like a Twitter page and a Facebook and all that, but we yeah. just want to wait till we have a few episodes. Well, lucky for you, yeah. Bill has figured out every platform on the planet. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So if you need platform advice, Bill Bill's the guy. Well, are are you yeah. gathering? Have you gathered inspiration from other like oldie? Like the shadow or something. Uh, old oh, radio dramas show. you're talking about? I remember the shadow. Other old yeah, radio yeah, yeah, old radio broad or I was well, just brand really new invention. Young when I when I heard that, but yeah, it's like it had some impact. Well, to be honest, yeah. um, and it's ridiculous, but I think the most impactful radio experience I ever had was a Prairie Home Companion, which mm. is not like this. Right. But I grew up listening to that. It's still. Stories. And we want it. It's interesting because yeah. we want it to sound. Most of the time, like, it's recorded in a studio, but then there are times where we don't want it to sound like just an audio drama, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to work really hard on sound effects and editing to make it sound like people really are in certain places at certain times. So. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I am eager to hear this. <gasps> so how, how long will the story go? I mean, I mean yeah. 13 be... episodes. I'm aiming for about 25 minutes of content with... For each episode, okay. Mm-hmm. There might be some like hangover on the side for like music and that sounds stuff, familiar. <laughs> so, <laughs> excuse me. Once the once the story for the haze is done, are you planning to do other stories after that? Well, uh, we're we're <coughs> playing with the idea of having a second season. Of haze. Of haze. Oh, but okay. we have to see how the first one goes. Um, there are several stories I want to write. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's fa- that sounds fantastic. Uh, 
Speaking of other stories, uh, what uh, what other projects are you involved with? Because I know yeah. this isn't your first and definitely won't be your last, but uh, what's going on? What has gone on before and uh, where can we find other mm -hmm. stuff that you've done? Well, Katie's always doing things. I am. <laughs> yeah, as a voice actor, um, I'm always collaborating with different people and working on different projects. But, um, but we actually, the first time I think we really formally worked together was on uh, my thesis project, which is a video game uh, being made by a developer here in Omaha. And she did the writing for the script, and then I'm recording the dialogue for one of the characters. Um, and it's really cool because it's just like five people. I mean, it's really small. So there's the developer, the artist, um, me and another voice actor, and then the writer. Uh, and there's going to be um, a musician eventually. But it's just really cool to see how you really don't need a huge team of people to make something happen. And this video game, I mean, it's going to take a couple of years, so I'll get back to you. But uh, but it's still very exciting. Oh, I was like hearing Katie read the lines I write. Yeah. <laughs> your your thesis project is much cooler than mine. Oh, yeah. So, yeah good for you. No, so, thank you. Well, and Katie, you just finished acting um, in a play at the... Um, Bridget St. Bridget Theater Company. Yep. Yeah, it was called The Glass Menagerie, uh, which is a very famous old play by Tennessee Williams. Mm -hmm. And it was really beautiful. It's one of those plays that I got cast in. I'm like, okay, this will be really cool. And then, like, I just got so close to it, and it became like the dream role I didn't know I had. So yeah. it was great. Well, Linda and I went yeah. and saw it, and it was every all the actors in it were really great. Yeah. What was the lady that played the the, the mother? mother? Yeah. Oh yeah, Mary Beth. Because awesome. she had a lot of lines to I know, memorize. Yeah. And she was really good. I was, yeah. I was really impressed. And our our process was very. I know you didn't get to see it. Yeah, I wish I could see it, but I was in Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted to see that, but yeah. I didn't get to see it. I it heard was it was great. really good. It, though. Yeah. yeah, I got to die. That was fun. You <laughs> <laughs> did. It was very epic. Like so technically, you've come back from the dead. Yeah, no. Like, but not like as a vampire. vampire. Uh, <laughs> Just a little sad. Oh. A little sad. Where was Dracula? I, I was punching Dracula. It was at the Circle Theater. You uh, were punching okay. him? Well, he stole my baby and fed it to his um, three vampire women. And so I run in and shout, like, give me back my baby. And then I realize I can't do anything to make this guy give me the he day just, back. He just, like, stares her down. It's so cool. That then, is the kind of show I would buy CBS All Access for. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. That's what I want. I'll, I'll buy a paywall for that. I will. I will love that paywall. I was pleading with Dracula. Punching Dracula because he stole my baby. <laughs> uh, he broke my neck. Half. He, he broke my neck for it. It was great. Oh. What is paywell? Paywall. Paywall. Pay 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 so, Katie, paywall is every time you want to look at a journal article that looks exciting. Like, oh, look, they finally have something on, I don't know, Anku from Brittany, France. I've been trying to find an article about this for a while. Look, there's a paywall. One thirty-five dollars. Oh. Well, we yeah. were thinking more along the lines of Netflix or yeah. Hulu's, but yeah, that it, is it's true the too. same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, it is. Yeah. I tend to run into a lot of academic paywalls. Oh, um, uh, I see. <laughs> yeah, and there the paywalls are only getting more prevalent, and as uh, you know, uh, we need our own paywall. Yes. No, we don't. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not quite there yet. So okay. soon. Right. Wait, wait soon. until we get bigger. I think our five followers would revolt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm thinking about getting CBS All Access. Yeah, I don't know. It if it turns out either to be that or what, if what they promise comes true, <clears throat> I will consider that too. Yeah. But yeah. only if 
what they but because they've been rather cheesy up till this point. I'm I'm not going to believe them until I see it. So, right. Yeah. But Moonves is gone. Yeah. And they've got really some serious Trek people. Yeah, but the cloud of Moonves still sits heavily over CBS. So we'll see what happens. So, I, I I will be happy. Do Do you guys listen to many like since like Moonves well, a lot of is pop- the former uh, CEO of of CBS? But I'm sorry. A lot of like podcasts like us and like uh, Hayes will be no paywalls. Yeah, you, that's traditional. Right. Do you, does anyone here listen to any uh, podcasts? Well, the, oh, there's some that have like commercials before, like thirty seconds of oh, commercials. Yeah. I mean, that's one way that they can get money. A lot of Blue Apron. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I've, uh, I've listened to podcasts behind where where it's something like every other episode's behind a paywall. Oh wow! wow. Oh, wow. Really? I'm not going to say. Well, that. we will never. I'm not do advertising. That. We will never do I'm, that. I, I'm advertising for several, like, because uh, there's a bunch oh. that you guys might like yeah, that well. are kind of in the, probably going to be in this, like, there's Welcome to Night Vale, uh, yes. uh, Wolf 359. Alice it's got to be Star Trek, right? No, it's not. It's How is a, that not Star Trek? That's, that's It's an actual system. Yes. Yeah, it's an actual star system. But it's, it is, but it is, it's yeah. like what the most famous thing in all of Star Trek is the battle of well, well either way, it's a really good sci-fi all right, podcast. No, all right, that's it's cool. Kind and I'm of glad a... you're saying this because here I'll forget, but when I listen to this three weeks from now and you're saying mm-hmm. this, I will write it down and I will then yeah, probably go but there. Can you post links down. to some of these sure. in our chat? The last yeah. podcast on the left. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, <laughs> use, I'll <laughs> use this fine prep, uh, pen from Chlora Prep, our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, so I'll tell you about these pens. So these oh pens. God, so I'm gonna write with it right now. I don't know who chloroprep is, but my neighbor lady was cleaning out her garage, and she's a pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical works for a pharmaceutical company, and so she had a professional uh, drug dealer, I guess. So she had a a whole <laughs> box of these sitting in her garage, and she picks. She's cleaning out the garage, and I'm we're over there talking to her, and she picked up this box of pens, and she says, "Bill." You want some pens? <laughs> and I hadn't seen the box. I just was. Do people yes. introduce themselves? And I said, that sure. It's <laughs> like, just, hey, Bill, you want some pens? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I Hi, said, nice sure. To see you and she too. comes over and ha- boom, hands me this That's box. Awesome. And so I'm like, okay, yeah. well, these look like nice pens. And then it like takes, you know, five minutes to get the ink to come out. <laughs> I don't know what chloroprep is. Hey, I don't free actually pens care. Are nice pens. I don't care yes. what it is. Pens. It's, I'll make up a condition. It's like chloroprep for when it hurts when you pee. <laughs> or or anything anything oh, no. along the lines. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Seth that was is, Seth is discouraged now. Oh, he's I'm Seth sorry. again. I Yay, know. I got Seth. him to say, yeah. say my actual name. Yeah. Seth, I think I think there's a double standard here because he goes on on stuff like this, but then he calls me out on my puns. Yeah, yeah. Say, no, but my 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 frivolity Ooh. is entertaining. Yours is just. Mary, we have Ow. to fuel the fire. <laughs> Literally, some of your puns, some of your puns that you say here make my dairy products go bad at home. Uh, oh they're gosh. so bad. That's because it's you left them in your refrigerator I, too long. Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> right. You clean out your refrigerator I think, more I often. Feel, ah. I feel that everyone I, has to clean out their fridge after Bill throws down his weapons. Correlation grade. does not imply cause and effect. Pun, pun, <laughs> pun of mass destruction. <laughs> we can test it. So I mean, it sounds like a leap of faith to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, fine. You can, you, just look, they, they, they didn't believe in Nostradamus either. It's okay. It's fine. Well, that's... Oh, what? 
Well, we got a secret message. Here we have. Uh, let me read this special announcement from Chloroprep. Breaking news. We're not the Chloroprep They just asked to advertise on our show. Yes. No. They make patient preoperative skin preparation products. Skin preparation products? Oh, preparation skin So that sounds like operations. It's not antiseptic to take the bacteria. It's like usually they use iodine, but this might be better. Why do they need pens then? Well, they give them to doctors so they can remember, oh, I got to fix this patient up with some chloroprep before I dig into his If you put iodine on your skin, it turns your skin kind of this color. So maybe chloroprep does too. No, I don't want to use this pen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's better than, you know, say, this, that this core prep is a suppository. Would you rather use it then? Oh. <laughs> it's like, I mean, that doesn't mean the pen has been up someone's butt. It just means a core prep is a suppository. See, there so it goes I think we're right here. There is a double standard. You yes. catch your yes. puns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's always talking about people's nether regions I and their nether not. region <laughs> products. You... You, I don't want to hear about it's that. An, he's going to take it's, it's, it's an aliens. organic process that ends here. But no, yours. All right, no, no. See, I don't need to defend myself because <laughs> soon, very soon, you will drop a pun that will kill everyone in the room. Go to a happy place. Okay. Like, <laughs> there is no happy place when Bill goes. But it's <coughs> all I need to do is wait. It's, uh, it's just play the waiting game. Bill's going to. He's, there's one in the chamber now. I know there is. It's Why's coming. He looking at me? I didn't it's Katie. coming. What? Slap him. It's coming. I can't reach him. <laughs> I'll throw a chloroprep. <laughs> I think he needs and a chloroprep. Does he like treatment. his chloroprep pen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just have to wait. I'm waiting. It'll happen. All right. Well, back to Hayes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You see, we're. We're very <coughs> ADHD here. There should be, in haze, there should be a company called Chloroprep. That's oh! Manufacturing oh, company. Yes. Somebody, and, somebody and comes like, across that the, Chloroprep factory that's yes. abandoned and yes. desolate. Right. And there's, so they're, they're evil factories. and they're zombies. Yes. That's I emitting thought, the haze. Well, I was ready for John to tell us that <laughs> the haze was caused by somebody telling too many puns. Uh, no. <laughs> Driving everybody no, mad. No, no, no. It, it, it's a, actually, it's a scorched earth kind of pun. It, nothing's left. There's no there's no factories. There's no nothing. <laughs> okay. okay. So, but speaking of factories, actually, the materials that the people have in Dundee, I've been thinking a lot about it. I don't know if this is actually interesting, but so stop me if it isn't. Well, no, we've been talking about continue. suppositories. I think this is better. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyway, so, well, first of all, I was like wondering how much access to ammo would people in Dundee have after like a hundred century like years and i've I always wondered that too about all the what? shows that have bullets where are they get their bullets would not because they need sulfur mining and you don't can't do sulfur mining with the footprint that they have and so they'd have to scavenge everything and i realized that pretty much everything they owned is that they own in this world is going to be like melted down plastic and stuff mm -hmm. like that and things made in molds from the refuse around them because mm -hmm. their ability to actually acquire materials, they don't have much quarrying abilities. They mm -hmm. don't have mining capabilities. They barely have farming capabilities. Well, so. and, and, and yeah, so that brings up a good question. So you mentioned that the, they do this radio show. So where are they getting the power? Because Actually, that's the purpose of the scouts in this world is the scouts were founded, not the, the scouts that got under the haze, but there is an organization in the town itself the house, the scouts are a part of like a police force effort. Mm. They, but instead of being focused on policing the people, 
The scouts were originally sent out into the ruins of Omaha to scavenge copper wire, to scavenge anything that they could pull from the ruins to create a broadcast system mm. and the power and maintain the power and infrastructure. And so the whole purpose of the scouts in the society was originally to at all costs be able to maintain this broadcast system so that if the haze comes in, people will be able to listen to Bailey's voice. So are they doing it mostly with solar? Because like, Yes, I'm using solar. Like they okay. scavenge solar panels and I'm toying with the idea of trying to work in some wind energy in there mm. because they don't have access to like natural gas. Right. That requires trips to or gasoline, yeah. oil wells, anything. No, you could make refineries. Uh, make like static generators that people have to like get on like bicycle like devices and pump and then you could have that'd be a job for somebody yeah, in this particular society. Or several. Morton, yeah. That episode of that cartoon you played us, Morton, what Rick and Morty. Rick and oh, Morty. What did you say? Rick. An episode of Rick and Morty. No, no, People no. That's not what you said. <laughs> Morton and something. I Morton couldn't remember. Something. You know, I like yeah. that. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, where they were running on a treadmill or yeah. something. Yeah. To generate the power. Oh, that yeah. one where it was wow. the battery within the... They went into the battery and yeah. then... Yeah. Yeah. And, and that would... that You know, that'd be a way they could do power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean... It would, yeah. Treadmills. Yeah. Or but, bicycles or... No, oh, cool. Because I assume all the McDonald's have been stripped of French fry grease, so... Well, so, I mean, what kind of bullet reactants would work? I mean, if you couldn't quarry sulfur, it's like, what, you're the... Well, you'd have to construct scientist. a rudimentary lathe. No, no. So what so I'm having is... Just an air pump and some potatoes. I'm going to just go. have, like, their weapons primarily just go back to medieval ages, like, or yeah. just try to, like, we grab this rebar from the ruins and we're going to, like, I don't know, melt it down into... We could do some pump, yeah, action, pump action stuff that, you know, would give you some power. But, uh, but yeah, no, medieval. Who doesn't like medieval? Uh, it's just, I just thought it was the simpler, like. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah, well, the, and, and here's another question for you. Um, they, don't so the, they don't have ability to get iron either, really, aside from the ruins. Again. Scavenging yeah. what they have. Mm -hmm. So, well, so, yeah. Um, and 130 and years I'm, of I'm, rust. Well, and I'm assuming that medicine also took a huge oh, step absolutely. back. Oh, yeah. So there's probably the age span of people is probably a lot shorter mm -hmm. because they antibiotics, don't have the, they don't have the stuff. Right. No yeah. antibiotics, probably no Tylenol or Advil well, for and it's headaches only or pain. Probably fairly recently that they discovered the importance of the broadcast with the haze. Um, yeah, mm. the, the I think that they've had the broadcast for at least probably 20 years now. Mm -hmm. So, but, so before the, that, a lot of people were dying. In a very real sense, the whole society is contributing its uh, survival resources to you in order to do the podcast. Because they have to feed you mm -hmm. to do the podcast. They have to give you the power, which means yeah. you get to sit in a comfortable room. So all of she society... She doesn't have heat. She just has... A room. She has every... There, there's candles, there's yes. fireplaces. And like the only power... Is dedicated yes. to this. And I'm sure that they made the finest of blankets for you. <laughs> that whole society yeah. is dedicated to your survival. So you Well, and there's the other people, of course, um, yes. at work at the station. Oh, we should talk about Elijah. Oh, man, okay. Elijah. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about some yeah, of the other characters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, there are oh, six primary characters there's Bailey, Katie, mm -hmm. and there's Elijah, who is the captain of the scouts. He is basically Bailey's opposite. In a lot of ways. And he works at the same radio stations. So yes. It's he, great. His job is pretty much to monitor the scouts 
frequencies and to make decisions and track their movements. Mm -hmm. So when you say and Bailey's opposite, <laughs> from what I've seen when you guys were over here broadcasting, <clears throat> Bailey seems to be a very a person who's very concerned about how other people are doing and their feelings and you know how they're yeah. getting along in the world. Empathetic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's the opposite of that. Yeah. He's like. Well, I mean, he's very down to business. It's okay. not that he necessarily does not care about people. It's that he cares about getting the job done more. Okay. And he's quite crass. Kind of like John. I'm not crass. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, if you choose to view me as crass, well, then, you know, we'll have to have some more interactions where you'll have to beat me out. But that's Shots all fired. That's so good, Mr. Pun. But I was like, so this is... Well, I can see this, though. I can see John as being the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> inspiration for... Bail. He wants he for Elijah. Elijah. He has his fair share of airtime. We can put you in the oh, credits no. if you... I get, I get, I get. Well, if there's five of us, I get more than my fair share. But, <laughs> but some people don't like to talk. And if so somebody much. else, somebody else makes a joke, he complains about it for half an hour. <laughs> I, get it. I get it. I don't mind a joke. I just, I don't want to hear a pun hey, so bad it causes I will say, colon blockage. Charles, you will like episode twelve, which is on Barbarella, <clears throat> because towards the end of that, we were talking about. Pygar leaving Sogo after the Mathmos destroys everything, and he flies off with Barbarella on one arm and the, the great tyrant evil queen under the other arm, and Charles says it's sort of a love triangle because Pygar's <laughs> yes. this angel. And so I put a picture of all three of them there fl oh, flying great. off right into your, <laughs> right into your quote. <laughs> so I, I also hear that our own uh, Bill is going to have a bit role. Yeah. Yeah. We're still deciding We're still which deciding one. We're just talking role. with them the way here. Yeah. But mm. there will be a role for you. Nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, but back to the six primary characters. You have the scouts going in each of the cardinal directions. You have uh, Moselle, who is heading north. You have Jack, who is heading south. And you have Bailey, who is heading... Stella. Or, yeah, Stella. Uh -huh. Stella, who is heading west. And you have Buddy, who is heading east. And... Uh, would our John at this table want to read for Elijah? What? Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> so since we have the joke here. <laughs> okay, oh, all right. I Should was... I read it in my voice or? Oh, no, just read it how you oh. think Elijah would read it. <laughs> Which should it's be great. your voice, apparently, for all right. Elijah. All right. Since you're the inspiration. I am, yeah. I am apparently the inspiration. <laughs> and going forward, I need each of you to take notes on your routes. Remember... Moselle will travel north on I-29, Jack will travel south on I-29, Buddy will travel east on I-80, and Stella will travel west on I-80. Report all incidents to Dundee Tower. Report each night at 2200 with a summary of your day. Someone will be in the tower at all times. Don't forget, you have two channels at your disposal. One is the main frequency, which you are on right now. The tower will always have one radio on this frequency, and I, as I previously stated... Uh, someone monitoring it. Your second frequency is your alt frequency. There, uh, it's there for you to maintain communication among yourselves. Basically, it exists so that you don't have to bother me with everything. <laughs> you have volunteered to journey into grievous danger. May God take pity on your foolish souls. Good night. I have other problems to address. 
Yay. Yay. Good job. Lovely yeah. That does sound and like John. Yeah. In yeah. your endo, Sean. <laughs> in your endo. What? <laughs> See, there he goes. Nether regions again. I no, yeah. no, no. That was a pun. I was doing a pun. It was, an, uh, it was a gesture of goodwill, so screw you. <laughs> so I wanted to add... Um, so Mazelle is the only scout who has actually been a part of the formal scouts. So she has like all of this training and is ready and prepared to go out into the haze, you know. But the other three are just volunteers who wanted to do it for their own various reasons, and so they're a bit less prepared. <laughs> so is this is the is the is the the radio uh, show uh, basically the faith system? I mean, because it's going twenty years with no results. Mm -hmm. Uh, is it what gives hope well, to the community? To help them keep their sanity, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, they haven't the sent, I mean, they only send people out to look for things, but this mm -hmm. time they get that, you know, they get a message from somewhere and they're like, now we have to. Like, this Go was on. not from us, so someone yeah. else is out there. But they've dedicated 20 years of resources to this. Is this well, to give the community the hope of, of the future? Well, the, the radio broadcast is just to pe keep people sane during the haze, so it already existed. Is, there's but there's an old myth. Yeah. I can't tell you what culture it came from, but I remember an old myth where something like the rice went bad and the emperor has everybody put a red dot on their forehead. So that, because it was either starve to death or go crazy, right, from the LSD and the rice. And with the red dot... What? <laughs> no, this is... So I read this once, oh, a yeah. long time ago, yeah. 20 years ago. Anyway. If they looked at themselves in the mirror, they'd see the red dot and they would at least remember that they were crazy, hmm. which is how, how he held for a season the, his uh, community together. Hmm. The cake is a lie way of So it sounds society. very yeah. similar to, to if you have a focal point, mm -hmm. right? That's yeah. what I think I'm hearing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then uh, Something to a, keep you from going insane. Well, or even if you are on. insane, you're at least aware that you're insane, right? Yeah. That kind mm -hmm. of thing. That lets you survive a few hours mm -hmm. or something. I mean, <laughs> just even if you do have this um, radio, like if you're wandering around with like a headset through the haze, you're still not going to be like the best off. No. You, you need to try to get out of there. Yeah. It's just supposed to basically help you like get to a safe place. So here, here's a question I don't know if you can answer or like spoilers or anything. Mm -hmm. But what keeps the haze away from Benson? Do you, I already asked that one. Oh, yeah. you asked that? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yep, no, it's okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Just uh, the one question I asked during this whole thing. <laughs> you, you were and so these, these people that are exploring northwest, south, and east, mm -hmm. they have to do so on foot? Yes. Okay. So there's n there's no horses, I take it? or um, I've decided that the horses would be... A big resource, like a food a, drain. Like <laughs> they'd use up a lot of the resources that people need for yeah. food. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean and horses land. could go crazy in the mist or the so, haze. Um, I'm still working out how I have animals be uh -huh. affected by it. Yeah, because it sounds like the humans will hear voices that drives them crazy. It's semi psychological. Right. Yeah, it's. But the voices would mean nothing to the animals, so the animals would need another route to insanity or whatever. So the way that I'm portraying the haze is it's not necessarily that you will hear screaming, it's that you. It's a hallucination. It's an, a hallucination uh, uh. that will eventually become visual as well, but you create your own illusion, your own hallucination. 
So it'll be something personal to you. Mm. Lots of times people hear screaming because, you know, hearing some people sad, terrified, that is emotionally impactful. So it's mm. entirely subjective. It is entirely by, subjective. By person. It's like, yes. what, what happened? It, it can all happen to like four people who are standing next to each other and every one of them will experience something different. Yes. Yeah. All right. Huh. Cool. Interesting. <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. I like that. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I am excited. But I would like to see this. Because that's a complicated to say, generally people in the world just like the screams. Or in the time with the haze. Right. Mm. Excellent. So do you recommend that people listen to it by candlelight, the show? Mm. Uh, I'll have to see uh, when it comes yeah. out. How we can. Is, it, is, is it intended to be creepy? Yes. Okay, cool. Ooh, nice. Well, then they should. It's definitely intended to be yeah. Uh, that was kind of my. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the reason for my question is, is it's supposed to be creepy? Uh, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you should listen to it at night, <clears throat> and you should listen to it in alternate lighting, yeah. maybe, maybe candles. not like while you're yeah. driving. Listen to it in the unfinished, yeah. damp basement. Or then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, it's in I, the middle of a foggy day. Yes, outside mm. in the fog. Oh, when I, so cool. when like I did uh, paranormal investigations, I used to go home and listen to the the. The tracks, uh, the audio tracks for EVPs. <gasps> so creepy. And, but I do it at night, and it's like, and it's like right after the hunt, it's three in the morning, and it's like I'm listening to this, and it's like I'd hear things that like, Ooh. and then you know, occasionally I'd hear something say my name, which would be like, eh, night's over, gotta go. You know, that's <laughs> like enough it. of that. But no, that's uh, by doing it right after at three in the morning really hyped up the, the, the creepy. Yeah. Had I done it, and I have done it like in the morning, like 11 a.m., it's hard to really get it get into the, the creepiness. Yeah. There's something about the darkness that like makes your imagination so much yes. more active. It heightens a lot of the senses. And I like think. knowing that you're awake when most yes. people are asleep. Right. Yes. A sense of isolation. Because yeah. I'm, I'm in my house, and it's like I do turn the lights off, but I don't have to. I could have the lights on. Mm -hmm. I still know it's night outside. Yeah. I still know, yes, most humanity in this particular uh, region of the earth mm -hmm. where the sun is on the other side, are asleep yeah. and it's like or creepy. when his milk goes bad it really goes bad <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know yeah. how people work third shift my had, mom did for a while might have had some yeah. of that acid rice you were talking about the LSD, LSD rice. Night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I don't where did I you dig that up shift. No, that's cool. Shift, oh, no, it's just it's something like, you have these weird little shiny. gems that pop oh, up good morning. Morning. I, I would think oh. each shouldn't die yeah I'm ready to go home and go to bed it's so hard no, when you're psyched and pumped, you're in the zone. You now, are. Now you when are. you're working till 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> now, what was your inspiration for the story? Well, um, I guess it was just, I had this mental image of someone walking through a haze, just really just fog, while listening to music. I, I don't know. Uh. It just had an image in my head that developed into more. Well, Dundee does have a pretty good cigar bar. <laughs> I've never been smoke. <laughs> well, <clears throat> um, shit, I forgot my question. <laughs> Charles, uh, there goes our clear rating. No. We also started just talking, <laughs> I know what my so we kind of came up with the idea together. So, as you've been going through this process, what um, what have you learned that you weren't expecting? You know, from <laughs> taking it from story concept to actually starting the recording, what's kind of surprised you, or you know? I mean, it was actually a really good surprise was that I have friends who are willing to work so hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When podcasts are a unique challenge in the way that you don't, like for ours at least you won't have any visual to help you. And so yeah. figuring out how to like 
tell a complete story without the aid of that, which is, you know, like voiceover is issue anyway, but like how to, you know, get across when all these things, actions are happening without being able to see them. Right, yes, we're right. making a lot of use of sound effects because there's going to be times where the dialogue can't tell the story yeah. entirely it's by itself. Weird. Yeah, because yeah. This guy, there's no reason for him to narrate everything he's doing. So yeah. I need to somehow tell this story with the music to create, to like help give the mood, to create the sound effects, so that you have some in, that are just clues. It's it's really just giving enough clues to the audience so that they understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting to tell what points we succeed well at this, like they understand exactly what we need to have, ha- what's happening, and other points where we might not have done so well, and they're like, oh, I'm not sure. I think it's going to be a learning process there, but mm-hmm. it is something that I think we'll be able to catch before we distribute. And we've really tried to make each character's voice fairly unique, yes. because that's, when I listen to podcasts, I have a lot of trouble sometimes differentiating, and then you're, you're spending so much time figuring out who's talking that you like miss things, mm-hmm. so... So we wanted to really try to work on that. Too. Yeah, we specifically are casting people who do have voices that do not sound like other people who have previously been cast. And they're using their fairly natural voices. Yes. Yeah. Also, I've noticed that each of the characters has a distinct vocal pattern. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it does. It like, does. Like, I always like listening to radio dramas. Uh, we've got uh, that... Big Finish Audio, are you familiar with them? They're a British company, and they do a lot of audio dramas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so I've gotten a number of the uh, audio dramas um, from Doctor Who, the Doctor Who ones, specifically related to the War Doctor because that's who I cosplay, so I have an interest in it. Um, but the, but it's very good. But, yeah, I can see where <clears throat> sometimes even when I'm listening to that and I'm listening to the sound effects, and stuff's going on, I'm trying in my mind to figure out, well, wait a second, what really is going on here, you know? So I can see where that would be a big challenge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Part of what we're doing to help tell the story is how we're going to be using the music, Mm -hmm. because there's going to be what we're calling source music, which is the music that's in the world itself. Like, this is is music that there's someone's playing a violin or whatever. Uh And then there's going to be the scoring music, which is just... Beyond the fourth wall, it's, it doesn't exist to the characters. Right. But what we're taking inspiration from for this type of music is actually the Earl King and the German lead, where you had uh, themes for characters and themes for certain things, hmm. and you also see a similar thing in like um, Hall of the Mountain King, where you don't know exactly what is going on, but because of how the music hmm. progresses, you can kind of get the idea that this is a chase scene. So right. we're going mm. to have verbal indicators based off dialogue we're going to have sound effects and then we're going to have that music and each character has a theme which is going to be Mm -hmm. so uh do you uh do you have somebody writing music for you we do our goddess of sound oh wow Uh (laughs) that's cool although she's definitely looking for musicians yes now what about uh, the special effects are you going to a special effects some place online to get what you need, or are you doing your Mostly own? Mostly a little bit of both. We're going to be doing some filters, but that way, like, we're April's going to, I don't know how she's going to do it, but she's going to send some sound through a filter, but a lot of what we're going to do for, like, footsteps is we're going to do Foley. We're going to actually record, like, I don't know, clomping boards. And like someone things. walking in the leaves yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff gotcha. like that, yeah. Okay. But, but we might, we'll certainly have to use some things. Yeah. 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 
Huh. Like cool. bird sounds. I'm not going to go try to record yeah. a bird. Climb a tree and stick your like, microphone Like, chickadee, in, I need you. In a nest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll right. come and talk to bird bird. There you go. <laughs> you guys will be... I don't think guys that'll turn out the way you think it yeah. will. Yeah. Well, bird bird's very, very quiet when strangers yeah. are around. She doesn't talk. Yeah. This morning, all morning long, before you guys got here, she just kept whistling the... Galactic Driftwood theme song over and over oh, again. Did you record it? No. No, oh but gosh, I should. Oh it. my God! Just you, over and over to. and over. <laughs> I'm like, God, I already hear it enough. That's so cool. <laughs> I can't even whistle. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. Wow. It yeah. is. It's good stuff. Mm -hmm. I'd like to. I'd, I would love to hear. I'll that. have to taper doing it and then play it for mm. you guys next time. Speaking yeah. of your Doctor Who cosplay, which is just awesome, and you should mm. insert you. a picture of that, like, right here. Okay. When you mm -hmm. can. All right. What do you think? Do you think he would make a good Jedi? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah? Why are we just, questioning just, this? Well, cosplay just, Jedi? Cause, yeah, I'm trying to Yeah. Trying to get him He's to trying to talk me into being a, get a well, what color lightsaber would it be? Oh, he does look no, kind of like no. Ben Kenobi. He does. He does. Oh, you have the yeah. He has, has a good old Luke Skywalker. Or or, or that. Uh, Either whatever you want to be. Yeah. So you could, I'd say <laughs> he'd have I'd, to dye his hair a little more grayish. Yeah, you could dye it more, more gray? gray. It's a little no, too, I'm white. too I like too it white for Luke. Oh, oh. But I like the way here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can just it's have better for Obi Wan. You don't have to be exact. I mean, it's like. Just because you, you are, you nailed the uh, the war doctor. You did, but it's like, you can come close. I mean, you just, yeah. you look like just a Jedi. I, I, I don't see Sith, although you'd make, you'd be the no. evilest <laughs> Sith. No, no, we should, it, it should be. Am I a Sith or am I a Jedi? Ooh, yeah, you should oh. tell all of us. Should, yeah, yeah, we're going to rate everybody here now. Bill should be old Luke Skywalker. <laughs> we should get him a, 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 a big old container full of the green milk that he is can there, just like carry I, around and drink. I want to be Padme. Is I, there I, an equivalent <laughs> of the sorting hat for Jedis? Oh. oh. You know there Isn't is a sorting there like hat the online. Isn't lightsaber colors are important well, or something? I don't blue know. Well, that's why I was asking what Blue and green are Jedi. Red is Sith. It, and apparently that's because the, using the dark side corrupts the kyber crystal. What's I purple? I like purple a super legitimate Purple? I'm not quiz. sure. There's only one purple guy Purple is mace. One you got orange. Yeah. You can do orange. It's like... It's I mean, like that means. the lightsabers that I bought are programmable. Which they <gasps> do like hundreds of colors. Cool. So I can have an orange one I or want a green a pink one. Lightsaber. Yeah, I think purple would be one. good because, in my mind, purple is <laughs> midway between <laughs> red and blue. And it would be more of a chaotic evil Political. or a chaotic neutral kind yeah. of a character. Well, the, yeah. only, the only guy who's ever had a purple lightsaber says mofo a lot. So it's there like, you go. Yeah. 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 Ooh, oh, I, I did channel oh, him oh, the other night. Challenge. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> what? I, yeah. really I had a let, let loose with a stream nice. of MFs. But you oh, would boy. be an awesome Urso. You really would. Who's that? Nice. Jane Urso from uh, Rogue One. I'm trying to remember. Uh, that would be. Is there any reason they can't go with Plaid? Did you see a Star Wars where everybody died? With Plaid. Isn't that all of them? Yeah. Plaid. No. Plaid. So I still want to hear Sith or Jedi. You are Sith. What? Jedi who? What about me? What am I? You oh you you're Jedi. you're a Jedi. Why am I a Jedi? All right, if, if I might I might buy you as a gray Jedi. What does that mean? It means that you are more morally yeah. ambiguous. Okay. You get the purple lightsaber. I don't know why 
I'm classified as a sex. You asked the question. Well, yeah, no, no, no. Well, and, I don't and, know why. And, and it might just be because you're wearing black right now. Well, yes. no, no, it's, it it's, it's the eyes. She's got very intense eyes. And Sith had that. Yeah, you, I can see like like a little. Zoom in on Mary's eyes. Yeah, I can, see, I can I, see you crushing the life out of someone with your eyes. Just, <gasps> I don't know if I want to ask, but which, which am I? Um, Seth is a Jedi. I think he's going the wrong way on this. I, oh. It's really the Do good, you know? The good, yeah, the good guys are generally boring. He's got, point, he's got a simple, point, right? He has a point. It's like, it's like, okay. how much whining from Luke Skywalker do you have to take? I mean, Obi Wan like, isn't boring. Obi Wan is, is he lives in awesome. the desert. That's but, old. That's old Obi Wan. Young Obi Wan's like running around uh, fighting the droid army. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Oh, young Obi Wan is the baddest count. of all of them. He, yeah. he, he, he takes out uh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. He well, takes out kinda. Anakin. He takes out. He's, he's bad. You but, guys come back to Star Wars you, in every episode. <laughs> Not really. Star Wars or Star Trek. I just have this. I can see you committing great acts of evil and smiling just like you do. I just, it's just a perception. It's yes. just a perception. Okay. Darth's well. cheerful. <coughs> see, I think Darth cheerful. I like that. <laughs> no, Katie see, but has Urso is not a Jedi at all. <laughs> no, so she's no, just but a you person. would nail that. That would be perfect. You would be perfect. Katie has kind eyes, so Aww. I see Jedi in her. Looking you know, and, and that's why. I, that's why I said. Jedi. Take your glasses off for a minute. Let me see your eyes. Oh yeah, evil, oh. No, evil, <laughs> definitely yeah, yeah. evil. See, Bill, see, yes. see, yeah, there's see the evil it. there. Yeah, it's there. But no, your eyes. I will. Your eyes radiate kindness. They do, and yours aren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yours radiate evil. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can see like there's, there's a happy there, but there's also kind of a weird. I've destroyed a planet. Sadness there that I can see. That's just in, it's in the back. I, I kind of get what you mean. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're seeing the author yeah. in the eyes because the secretly we do like making our characters suffer yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, it is true. So <laughs> what is he then? Is he evil? Is he a Sith too? He's uh, definitely a, a great Jedi. You, oh. you, he can go either way, depending. I see Jedi. He might be like bipolar. It's like you have Sean the evil <laughs> Jedi and then Seth the good Jedi. Oh, <laughs> I see. Does his lightsaber change colors? Uh, it yes. probably would right in the middle Matches of his mood. Hey, his lightsaber is like a mood ring. Mood he ring. just yeah. grabs oh, it. Oh, it's red. Run away. <laughs> red, run away. I am so a little does... bit tempted to force choke certain people. This <laughs> What does an orange lightsaber mean? <coughs> it means it's, it's, you like it's, orange? It's, it's, it's it's, uh, it means you like the rays of the light that's upper in the upper so part, of, or lower part of the spectrum. It's like I don't. Oh. It's okay. Only red. Not is exciting. The, I mean, Jedi can have whatever color they want. Generally, yeah. it's blue yes. or green. Pink. But for uh, <laughs> Sith, like I said, uh, the dark side corrupts the ki uh, kyber crystal. What color is so yours? Mine is right now blue because okay. I I cosplay Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Uh, and I shaved the beard. And I'm so happy. I hate okay, tell us about Adi. What is he? Adi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a droid. Adi? I <laughs> <laughs> He's a protocol droid. I, I, uh, he'd, be the, he'd be the crassest protocol droid. He could, awesome. he could, he could, I could see him okay being the droid that. in Rogue One. The, 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 the saucy droid in Rogue oh, One. Yeah. I think yeah. this is why I'm a Sith. But I, I see, <laughs> yeah. I see Adi as, I see him as a Jedi, but the Jedi that runs the library. Aww, <laughs> cool. Aww. He's the one not in the yes. fighting. That's good. I like that. Yes, and he can still do that. It's like, yes. it's like no talking in the library. Yeah. Yeah. Crushing a throat. Crushing. Now, what now about Charles Char is begging to now, what be about classified. Charles? The sorting. What do you think? 
group vote. I think he's a Jedi. Mm. I oh, think well, he's he Sith. I think I guess <laughs> not. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> I, I think he's Sith. Yeah. I, I can see it in his future. <laughs> Wait, what were you going to say, Charles? No, I'm, I'm, I think Mary's I'm recruiting. I, yeah. I'm corruptible. <laughs> I, I think, I think right. Charles is the kind of, of Force-sensitive that would really perplex the Jedi Council because yes. they'd look at him and say, we don't know where you sit. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows yes. what you'll do. We don't want to train you because, you know... Mm. You could become the ultimate evil or the ultimate good. Yes. Oh, wait, so Bill is, a, I mean, he's a Sith, right? No, he's or a Well, you know, we so have... talked about Cosby, we, but we, what is he really? We have come to the what am I really? We've come to the conclusion that Bill is one lab accident yeah. away from being a supervillain. <laughs> so it's like... He'd start He's off a Sith Jedi. Lord. You know, you could be, because you, you, you smile all the time, but no. It's like, then right, you smile while you talk about you figured out how to actually hijack people's computers in yeah, their cars right. and drive them to your house. So it's like he's the prankster Sith. He, like yeah, he doesn't really hurt people. He's, but he's truly, he's tricking. truly the trickster Sith. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. like yes, there you I, go. I've done this because I can. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. it's catch and release. Loki yeah, the Jedi. Right. Loki yeah, the Jedi, yeah. basically. Yeah, right. yeah, I can There's see you. I'm the idea. kind of guy that would use yeah. the force and push your lightsaber right under your chair as you sit down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You are the kind. Of, you are definitely the the force sensitive that would not be able to not abuse their power. <laughs> yes. You would be, in, and I'd have to put myself there too. If I had if I had force powers, I would ruin oh. those every. I'd be. I would. I would be always. I'd like pick apples. Yeah. Speaking of abusing <laughs> powers, <laughs> apple, huh? Okay, so I've never played any of the Star Wars video games, but I saw this video. I think it's for like number three or something, and it was so sad. I was just completely enthralled by this video of this like little girl. Who, as a, like, it looks like she's adopted or something by this woman, and she, uh, it's shown that she has powers and she's trying to train with them, and she, it gets frustrated because she can't make them come forth, and she like stomps her foot on the ground and she gets all angry and that brings her powers Aww. up, and she learns that I can bring them up through anger, and it just shows like it's this so video sad. montage of her. Like being corrupted by this, and the it's dark so side, sad. The dark side yes. is easier and more seductive, which it sounds like she's found out. Also, I more have fun. no idea what mm. video game this is. I know it's one of the Said Star the great Wars Jedi. Ones. Sounds great. But oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Yes, but no, Katie's. Katie's. Yeah, you're a Jedi. You're, you're a good Jedi. But yeah, there's there's much evil behind your eyes. There is. There is. I'm telling you, it's the author. That could be. Could be. <laughs> We're all popular. Well, listen, uh, uh, it's been great talking to you guys. I hate to kind of bring things oh, to a close, no. but we are kind of running over time here, and <laughs> I'm sure so you guys have things to we do today. We have recording to do today. Yes, yeah, we do. that's exciting. Yeah. So anyway, Katie, Mary, thank you both for being on the show. Yeah. We're thank anxiously awaiting the first you. episode of Haze. So am mm -hmm. I. <laughs> Be sure to send us a link, and we'll have you back on when it's out, okay. and you guys can, we can talk Premier. about it. We yeah, can we can listen to it, and listen then talk to it, about and then oh, critique yeah, it. Yeah. Or you can critique come back it. on. Okay. You can come back on whenever you want because we have yeah. chairs. We have chairs. We do. Yay. We have chairs. We have room. Yeah, that's awesome. And now and we Bill need set up the three camera about. system. So yeah, yes. We need more people to talk about anime. Oh, yeah. Yes, oh, yes, we do. We've got to convince them to watch Fullmetal Alchemist. Yeah. Yes. yeah, so I'm here for that. And then then we right. can really or have that discussion of which is better. We could set oh, up boy. a bet, <laughs> which we know that they're which going is to better lose. Than what? And make the them watch anime. What's anime. the bet? I don't know yet. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You know, only Sith speak in absolutes. Well, oh, so, yes. Ah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
Yeah. Well, I'm going to get them started on Full Metal Alchemist. Yes, okay. so please. We please. can come up with something else. As soon as we finish Game of Thrones, that. so that's good. next on the list. It, and you're, you're going to like it. It's really good. Oh, I'm looking yes. forward to it. Also, would you count Wakfu as anime? They don't not? know what that is. What is Wakfu? It's a French. It's uh, a French anime. cartoon. It, it's it's got kind of a similar uh, style to it, doesn't it? I've never watched it, but I've seen the the style. That's different than the waifus that John was telling me oh, about. It's no, Charles not is not related in any manner. Not, not in any, yeah. <laughs> it's right. funny I don't know what that means. The waifu? It's okay. Uh, it's okay. No, no, you don't want to know. Mind. Never mind. No. There's Charles, not enough time Charles, left for the show. Very it's just a word that John waifu. taught me. Is it? Yeah. Because waifu? Yeah, waifu. I'm the kind of guy that likes to give bad directions to people. You know, it's like they'll ask me, how do I get here? Of course, you go this way, but that's not the way. But it's I am a trickster. So Maybe perhaps I am. You learned from him. I'm a, no, no. <laughs> there is much. We upset. each came to our own conclusion about about tricksters in our own special way. So but it's ooh. like, but no, it's like perhaps I am not worthy of the blue lightsaber. But Here, like, here's how it works. Bill tells the puns, making John hate. Uh, <laughs> anger, anger leads to the. You made me a. You made me a sit. You, you are. You are making me a sit. Every no, single pun drives me further to the dark side. Just remember, always remember, I made you. So <laughs> it's like in, in terms of Sith, there's always a master and apprentice. Never more. Never more. So yeah, all right. I see. All right. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in. Yes, uh, I don't thanks. know which camera to look at. <clears throat> look at them all. Hi. And um, yes. <laughs> next show, we'll have an in-depth analysis of Nebcon mm. and some great interviews and, and some great waifus cosplays. Waifus, we'll talk about waifus. Well, yeah, yeah, waifus. Yeah. <laughs> we'll finish also, up the nature-nurture concept yes. with uh, Jedi versus Sith. <laughs> we'll have more on that. Yes, yes that'll sure. be a Jedi update. I think this show. is going to be just an ongoing thing. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Hopefully. Yeah. All right. I think it's funny. All right, well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next time. We'll have an in-depth discussion of NebCon and a lot of great interviews and a lot of great cosplays to show you. And uh, so for Galactic Driftwood, I'm Bill. Well, wait, what about like and subscribe? He'll say it when he gets to Seth. Yeah, now oh, we oh. have to do things again. All right, all right, all right. So we got to do it That's again. That's okay. I was oh, holding the pen. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do it again. All right. Well, <laughs> once again, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Tune in next time when we'll have uh, some great in-depth analysis of NebCon. Uh, we'll got some great interviews and some great cosplays to look at from that. And um, on behalf of Galactic Driftwood Podcast, I'm Bill. I'm John. I'm Charles. I'm Audie. And I'm Seth. And Mary. Kitty. And thank you both for joining thank us. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> and remember to come like, back now. subscribe, leave us a review on iTunes. Anything you can do helps. All right. Toodles. Toodles. <laughs>